Hello and welcome to the Mayo Are Back podcast. On today's show, we'll be previewing the big trip to New York. We'll be speaking exclusively to Mayo Manger James Horgan, and we will be launching Annal Dinnell's general erection campaign. All of this and much, much more on the Mayo Are Back podcast. Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moore, and you're listening to Mayo Are Back. Howie lads, Con Mort here, Mayo Are Back. Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. It's Mayo Are Back. Angelina Nugent speaking, just wanted to say Mayo Are Back. Hello, this is Kim Jong-un and welcome to the Mayo Are Back podcast. How do you? Pope Francis here. Mayo Are Back. Mayo Are Fucking Back. Let them say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. Mayo Are Back. Mayo Are Back. How do? Mayo do do do. You're all very, very welcome indeed to Season 3, Episode 3 of the Mayo Are Back podcast. Hello, folks. You find us here, guys, today. We are en route as we speak. We are on the way to New York. The six members of the Mayo Are Back team, along with the Mayo Development Panel, we have boarded a ship and we are en route to New York. We're just after stopping off for some uh, nice pints in Clare Island and now we're heading for... We're heading for the Big Apple. And as we know, we can see it out on the horizon. Because as you know, if you stand in Belmullet and you look out to New York, you can actually see the Statue of Liberty. So you can. So we're, we're doing well. Yeah, it won't take us long now. The boat has set sail. We're moving at qu- a quite a high rate of knots. And we're hoping to get into New York to start sampling up the atmosphere ahead of the big game. And what a big game it's going to be. Well, needless to say, guys, every member of the Mayo or Back team is all on board for this one. We don't uh, tend to bother with the other games. This is actually only my second game of the year, but I wouldn't miss this one. You wouldn't miss it for the world. And even our very good friend Patsy Broderick. Patsy, you haven't been with us much this year, but you're here and you're going for New York as well. Well, it's great to be here. You know, I was away for a while saving up and I've got my credit union loan now and I'm off and I'm heading on this lovely, wonderful journey. Patsy, of course, has been following Offley throughout the course of the uh, National League Mm. and following around his heartthrob, John Mahon. How are things going in Offley, Patsy? Not awfully great. Um, John, you know, John, John's doing his best down there, but the ticket sales are up and it's not for the football, it's just for John, I think, more so, just to see those legs out, you know, hail, rain or snow, they're out and they're, they're like two magnificent tree trunks. Tanned? Tanned, shaven, fabulous. Shaven. Rumour has it he cycles up and down when he's not, when he's not doing interviews with Casey's garage, he's, he's up and down on the bike. Great way to keep fit. Great way to keep fit. And is it fair to say that he's probably fitter than quite a few lads on that panel? I'd imagine so. You know, like when we when we lost lovely Tom, John Martin was definitely the fittest man in the county. And now that Tom's back running in straight lines, you know he's under, he's under pressure. And of course, speaking of John Martin and heading back to New York as well, memories obviously start flooding back to the year two thousand and four when John brought his. Mayo team to New York and the Celtic Tiger was in full swing it's, it feels those days don't feel so far away now guys they spent a week in the mountains over there that time I wonder what James Horn has in store for the crop this year will they be spending a week in the mountains or will they be I don't know doing their usual trips and around in and out of coffee shops going into restaurants getting free feeds free transport well, it'll make you sick the way they do women. yeah Obviously, we are travelling over with the, as we said earlier, we're travelling over along with the development squad. Um, Mayo or Back have been given the job of making sure that the development squad are not allowed to have any sex on this trip. So that's what we're going to make sure they do. 
Now, they're a new look, trimmed down development squad. The whole squad in general has been trimmed thanks to James Horan. What do we make of the news that we got this week? Well, it came as a it came as a massive shock to us. I think the particular players that were dropped on the panel. I don't think we ever ex- we we never expected these players to get dropped no. under any circumstances, no matter wh- what kind of form these guys were in. We thought that these guys were untouchable, but you know, it's just in the Mayo GA sphere. Anything can happen, you know. James Horn has proven that he is ruling this team and he is in charge. Well, look at we'll get straight down to the power rankings that we're going to be continuing over the course of the year. The power rankings where we rank the the four main stakeholders inside the Mayo GA wider perimeter circumference of the circle. And at the moment, number one spot for the first time in four years is the manger. So James Horgan's power play where he dropped, you know. A lot of big names, fellas from big clubs. This power play, this power play by James has launched him right up to number one, making it the first time that a manager has more control than the players in Mayo for the first time since twenty fifteen. I completely disagree that the man that the, this current Mayo manager holds any more power than the previous management teams of Pat Holmes and Noel Kennelly and of course Stephen Rochford. What I think has actually happened is is that the players in senior positions within the, within the squad, your Killians, your Aidens, your Adney Mornans, your David Drakes, these guys, these guys, their careers are just on a downward spiral. These guys mm. are on the wane and if you're not performing to your best, you can't afford to be making these big decisions. Like Let's say for in the case of Adney Mornan, like Andy has been looking extremely laboured now in his performances. Mm. This is probably going back maybe as far back as maybe 2014. You know, how can Andy turn around and say, James, I want to sack you. How can he do that now when he's not playing as well as he did under previous management teams? You know, I think it's just that the players, the players have fallen themselves rather than James rising up, in my opinion. Fair enough. So that's the way you have it at the moment. Manger number one. Players, number two. And number three, of course, Cunty Broad. They won't be happy with that, but they'll have to make do for now. At least they're there ahead of number four. Our good selves, the inbreds you're listening to, the inbreds that you the, are, the, the fans, inbred. the common inbreds on the ground, the grassroots level. Bottom of the heap we are at the moment. We're only hearing things from the outside, hearing things and trying to go along with things. And, you know, it'd be nice if we were thought of a bit more, if we had more of a say in things, but we don't for the moment, and that's the way it's going to stay now. We've touched on Andy's laboured performances a little bit, but I think we can go into it with a little more... We can go over with a fine-tooth comb now. So, laboured. It has been suggested in some quarters that this podcast is becoming laboured by Andy himself, as far as I gather. Mm-hmm. And to that I'd just say simply, Adney, you don't have to listen to it. It's your choice. We all have choice here in Ireland. We have a great range of choices. You can choose not to listen to the podcast. If you think it's too laboured. But for us, paying into games, if we think you're too laboured on the football field, what do we do about it? We have to just sit there and watch you. The quad father rolling around on the ground, taking all day to pick the ball up and fat arse on him sticking out. I don't know. Laboured. I wouldn't be throwing stones from glass houses now. I actually think the Mayo or Bax laboured podcasts are actually, they're a result of the players being a shower of pussies in my opinion, because as we all know, 
us here at Mayo are back. We are merely just one sacked manger away, one uh, county board controversy. We are uh, one uh, brown envelope of cash put into the wrong hands away from being catapulted right back to number one in this Mayo in this uh, Mayo GA stratosphere. So just just bear in mind that, guys. So if you want to keep things the way you are. You're just going to stay right under James Horan's thumb and nothing will be done. Some, we'll, we'll call it good news for the moment. We'll have to look at it in a little bit of a positive light. Tom Parsons, guys. Tom Parsons is making his return at the moment. The news that's being reported is Tom is back in training. He's looking gorgeous. Looking trim, looking lean. But it's great to see Tom Parsons back running hard in straight lines and we're all hard because of it. He's back running in straight lines, which immediately makes him a better option than Stephen Cohn and David Drake because they're only able to run sideways. So They run in parallel lines. It's so promising that Tom is back doing that already. Well, I mean, we as we've always said, a one-legged person is better than most. We've always said that. You know, there's no doubt about it. Parsons with... If even I dare even say Parsons on half a leg is better than your David Drake's or your Evan Regan's or these guys. So, so I think it's great news. I think the fact that he's running at all, just he's he's guaranteed starter for me. You'd like to see him starting in the York? I would, yeah. Now I think that probably won't happen considering the performance of players from other strong uh, clubs. I think uh, he might find it hard to get back in there, but you never know. Is it fair to say that one club might have a bit of a stranglehold of that midfield position I at think, the moment? Yeah, I think so. And possibly with good reason, but what people don't realise is that the combination, we expect it to be actually very different going forward. We expect some changes there, but they'll remain within the same club. So just watch that space. That's that's going to happen. You know, but great for Tom. Great to see Tom back. Will we get our feed of cock in New York? I wouldn't be going to New York if I didn't think there was a chance of us getting at least some cock action. Well, there's a large numbers of female Mayo supporters heading over that are going to really want to see Cock on the field. It's months since we've seen him playing for Mayo. At the moment, I am actually ravenous for Cock. Uh, I hear that he togged out with his club, Banil Tubber, and came on for a little quick cameo. So hopefully we'll get at least a couple of minutes, even if it's only a few quick pumps near the end. So just before, uh, just to remind the PC brigade out there, it's Killian O'Connor we're talking about, all right? Just in case you got any ideas Obviously. in your head. Sick. That's disgusting. So yeah, Killian, on the way back, we might get our dose of cock in New York, and that would really make the trip worthwhile. I think that's why everyone is going over, really. Yeah. Big groups of, you know, we're going over for a long weekend. It's going to be, you know, there's a lot of spare time to fill there. Now, before we get fully into the ins and outs of the trip to New York which we'll be tackling in part two we just have one or two more things we'd like to touch on here now one of those is the new all new Prenti Dome as it's been dubbed this is on the back of uh, Prenti's young fella asking for a set of goals out the back and being landed with but he got himself a centre of excellence to start the centre of excellence and if a centre of excellence wasn't enough we're now going to have the single largest most expensive, biggest, strangest dome of its kind in the dome. entire world in the Northern Hemisphere in the, on the planet. And also nice to see as well that it, this, this is a Connacht GAA dome, just for anyone out there who might be confused. 
but is strategically located in just because Mayo. it was built by a Mayo man exactly. in Mayo for the use of the Mayo football teams doesn't mean it's not a Connacht centre of excellence. I'm very critical of Mayo at times, but it was nice to see the Galway fans getting very upset over during the week. Because this is, as far as we're concerned, this is very much a Mayo dome. I believe they're going to call it maybe the the, the Prenti Dome is a potential name. Prenti Dome is a very fitting name. The Aidan O'Shea Dome either. Well, if you had something like maybe the Prenti Bowl, but like if that was in Galway, it just wouldn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Prenti Bowl. I like the I like the idea of the Prenti Bowl. The Prenti Bowl is allegedly so big that it can fit a full size GA pitch, a gym, four hundred supporters, and all of the egos on this Mayo senior football team. And some uh, feet. It's an astonishing achievement. Modern engineering is just it's just gone so far. We never thought this would be possible. Um apparently the dome is going to be uh, filled up with air blown out of the arses of Mayo GA players apparently it'll be it'll be inflated extremely quickly fully renewable uh, yeah completely because we'll always have that yeah so uh, it's you know very very eco-friendly obviously some of our Mayo players are eco-warriors as well as we've seen and they'll they'll love that too so now on the topic of new developments there's a new gym in Castlebar that I think we'd like to have a little chinwag about. It's a disgrace of a gym. This is an absolute... This whole situation is a farce. It's like, who decided to build a swimming pool in Castlebar that was only 25 metres long? Like... Beside a lake. Like, we could have we hosted the Olympics in Castlebar mm-hmm. if this pool was 50 metres, if certain gobshites are to be believed. You know, fellas like... Uh, no, people coming out here like Alan Dillon defending the length of the pool. Like, I think he needs to be held. Well, if he's going to put the scissors in his hand and cut the banner and claim any responsibility for doing it, he needs to be able to take some flack as well, I think. I think he should be shot. Yeah. Now, it's just nice to see. I was down at the opening yesterday sticking the nose in. And it's nice to see where our money is going, folks. Any of us that are paying tax around the local vicinity here. It's nice to see that you have a gym fully built by the taxpayers given to a Mayo footballer right under the nose of another Mayo footballer claiming credit for it. Mm-hmm. So it's fair to say Adney and Annel are starting to use those big, big public profiles of theirs and it's something that some of the younger Mayo players would want to wise up to. They want to realise that they want to start getting their freebies now, start making their money now and start taking the public for even more of a ride than you have done already. But it's it's unreal for these young Mayo players to see that, you know, to look up to their heroes, that you know, they can know that they can spend a lifetime disappointing people and they can continue to do that in retirement and make great money from it as well. Like- I was having a walk around in there and I got into one of the yoga rooms. I think it was where Sensei Douglas was doing one of his classes and there was a lot of candles on the ground and there was a tremendous smell of incest from the candles and that was the only positive I could take from it you know it is clear that there's a lot of inbreeding going on in the gym which is something important for Mayo football but yeah there was a real a real strong smell of incest as soon as you walked into the room it was very very calming and very soothing and relaxing and I stayed in that room for a couple hours myself and had quite a lot of fun yeah, it's a real, real nice facility. Also, um, we're we're all big fans of Neil Douglas's hairstyle as well here on the Coom Aguero class. It's very so very nice. Credit where it's due. We were very very impressed by it. So you know, 
it's a really you know I don't know what to make of this facility at all I think the price the, the, the prices are just they're extortionate it's a joke I'm going to have to pay for that haircut somewhere yeah I, that's true yeah someone's going to have to keep uh, someone's going to have to keep David Drake in in nice clothes so when he's not taking someone photos someone will pay uh, well it just puts so, everything into context for me lads you know self and your and your good selves we've been sitting around for a long time breaking our hearts trying to make these podcasts and and nothing in return. Man opens up one gym, has another one built for him. I'm telling you, some co- it's, it's easy some for country. some. It's huh? Some country. Huh? Oh no. Fucking well for some. And uh, you know, all the best to him. But he's pulling all them up with him. All the Bala boys, the Duck and the Drake were in there, happy as Larry. So they were. <laughs> they're having a flying, flying time of it. And the rest of them, they're they're all great there. Joe. And the next thing they're going getting in there now is a coffee shop out here. Oh, lovely. That'll give Rua a run for their money. They're going doing, like Rua, full protein scoops, protein coffees. See, Andy had to put a cafe in the gym because Joe and Elaine and the rest of the team there, how are we getting on actually, uh, she was pissed off before that she didn't get a mention. Hello. So hello to all, all the team there. They were wasting so much time driving up and down to Cafe Rua that Andy actually had to put a cafe in. To get more value for his money. Makes sense. So, uh, yeah. He'll, he'll save a fair bit there. They'll be a lot more productive. Um, Gym plus Rua. Yep. Um, Gym plus Rua equals happiness. Yes. Fitness gowls. So that's part one, guys. Coming up in part two, we will be discussing the eagerly anticipated match against New York in New York. New York. We'll see you after this. Listen, guys, a fabulous young crop oh, of guys. I mean, you know, I think we got to look elsewhere. We've got to look for the divine. And under the current structure. Fluid type football, main fisting. What about the extra monies? When I hear this, guys, it just makes me sick. Male GAA, are, they're just completely genderfied right now. They're they're so mainstream, it's disgusting. They need to go back, you know, they need to yeah. become a bit more hipster. They need I to think. go back to their gender fluid ways in 96. So guys, welcome back to part two of this uh, Mayo Are Back New York podcast special. At this point, we are going to try our best to preview the match. Of course, some of you might have forgot that there is actually a game of football taking place in New York, besides all of the the other stuff that's going on, um, how do we think this one is going to go, guys? Do we think we can we can do the business? I would be quietly confident going into this one now. I think that Mayo are in quite a good place after a really an unbelievable league campaign. I think it's a good time to get our expectations up as high as they can possibly go. Well, you know. It can't go as bad as the last time that we went to uh, play a game of football on foreign soil. Obviously, we think back to James Horan's, to the first coming of James Horan when he brought his team to London all He'd those years ago. He'd have quite a checkered, a checkered history with these so games we abroad, don't wouldn't know, he? We don't know how this thing is going to go. You know, We know very little about uh, the New York team. Um, we know very little about what team uh, Mayo are going to put out because obviously we're back to championship time now and it'll all depend on who Killian wants to start if he wants to start mm. himself or you know will any of these we, we could never see the likes of Matthew Ruan again 
you wouldn't know. So no. it, it's all very much up in the air. You don't know how the players are going to turn around after going on the piss on the Friday and Saturday night before the match either. So It's going to be a lot of time for the players in close proximity to each other as well. I know they have some... Um, they have some things in place for that already. For example, I know Killian and Andy Moran are going to be at opposite ends of the plane, and Aidan O'Shea has got a full row to himself. But there's a little they've 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 inca- they've thought about some of these things in advance. But there's some things I'd say, you know, they're going to be hanging out with each other for a long time. You're very sick of seeing the same old faces. There's only one man I'd be sure of getting some game time over in New York. That man is Tom Kniff. Whether he'll choose to play for Mayo now or New York, I'm not fully sure. But it's needless to say that he'd he'd walk onto this Mayo team in its current form. He would, and this gets, this is the type of game now where it's going to come down to the sixteenth man. And I think our in our league campaign we had, mm. we had it was a good showing from the sixteenth man, especially in the final we saw him on the pitch, and just strikingly similar hair to uh, Mayo's number one is that's Michal Schlingerman. Michal Schlangerman. Michal Schlangerman. Yeah. yeah. We we don't know whether we'll be seeing him playing outfield or infield wherever he decides to do himself. Um, because there's surely there's no chance of playing in goal anyways. But I'd be looking forward to see David Clark back in goal again. Well, the normal order. To be rumor present. has it that Horns actually Horns a man, and we know he loves his analysis, and he's a whole team behind it. And they've actually found that keepers with less hair do better. Mm-hmm. Cause do you know David has lovely long quiffs. Oh, That's yeah, getting in his eyes. Well, then Robbie Henley is just going to come into his own this season then. No, I think it's going to be interesting. Team selection is going to be interesting. I think the rumour that I've heard is that uh, in order to save costs that uh, Barry Moran is actually going to come out of retirement just for one game only, um, just to save a seat on the plane. Uh, I think the county board want him to fly over on his own. So he can just fly himself over, play the game and save that extra plane ticket. You know, that'd be valuable cash that could go, uh, you know, that could be put to a lot better use. I thought he's playing with me a Masters now. Is he not that age? We um, saw the preview of the Mayo Masters already. We saw them with the new jersey on them. Who did we have? Tom Riley, Dylan, Oshti O'Malley. Big names. Big names representing the Mayo over 50s this year. Guys who you might re- have a lot of respect for, but just don't forget that one of those former Mayo legends told a certain Mayo or back team member that he would he was one of the best full forwards in Mayo at the time, which turned out to be a complete lie. Don't trust a word they're saying. Yeah, so, you know, the game, obviously, is going to be, uh, you know, a small part of the overall trip to New York. But I think what most Mayo fans are going over for is just the overall, just the, the experience, the general inbreeding that's going to go on over the course of the weekend. And I suppose just what we'd like to do now is maybe give some tips to maybe some of the, the, the common inbred out there who, you know, might they mightn't be the best travelled, we'll say. You know, they, they might not have gone outside the county since the London game a couple of years ago. And the last thing we want to do is for any um, Mayo inbreds out there to get themselves in any bother while over in New York. So would anyone have some tips that they'd like to pass on? You know, I know one thing that I would, uh, one, one piece of advice that I would give to Mayo fans is that um, to be very careful about urinating in public. Um, I know a lot of them are very fond of that anyways but that sort of shit doesn't cut over in New York you know you need to be very careful with that kind of thing be very careful if you're asking any fellas on street corners for crack if you're asking people what's the crack over there you don't want to be doing it to any shady individuals that might give you a bag of crack in return mind your pockets 
and that especially goes out to our good friend Tommy uh, Tommy G Bag. Mind your pockets, Tommy. Mind your tickets. There'll be more money in those pockets over the weekend than any uh, and any other pocket in the in the New York area. And just remember, you're not in Bellacoric anymore, so there might be, you know. Those lads, they're not going to think twice about stealing all that cash. Watch out for them. In terms of going to the actual match, if anyone is interested in that, it wouldn't be my cup of tea now. But in terms of getting in, I am reliably informed there's about 100 to 150 tickets there to satisfy the 10,000 inbreds travelling over. So I would start queuing up maybe Friday Friday night, 9 or 10 o'clock, around the time the gala is on. If you could set up your tent outside Gaelic Park then, stay all day Saturday... Have a bit of a tailgate. By Sunday, you know, you're on the top of the line. You'll be in there and you'll be sampling up the atmosphere. And just for Mayo fans there, we know your mathematical skills might be the best. 100 tickets to be shared amongst 10,000 inbreds. That means that your chance of getting in might not be the best. Now, there's a couple of events over there, guys, that we have been keeping a close eye on. But from a distance, I suppose you could say. I don't think any of us are going to be venturing in. In fact, we actually will be hosting our very own Mayo are back gala in a venue to be revealed at a time to be revealed. Just have to keep the phones on you while you're over there, guys. But we're going to be having a little gala, a little mixer where we'd love to do a meet and greet and get to see the grassroots inbreds. To hear your concerns. The inbreds with their ears to the ground. And we look forward to catching up with you in the big states. There'll be none of that bullshit. There'll be, you know, none of that, you know, paying for tickets or, you know, you won't be listening to us doing any speeches thinking that we know what we're talking about. All it's going to be is just a gathering, few inbreds, few nice drinks, you know, nothing, nothing major. There'll be no, there'll be no raffle. You won't be able to win a Fergal Boland or anything like that. Just be good fun. That the common inbred can enjoy. Like Anil Dinnell isn't going to be there going around shaking your hands. Don't worry, you don't have to worry about that. We're just going to have a nice, laid back, casual evening. You won't have to listen about uh, to David Brady about how good he used to be at football either. A gala in gala stores the Bronx. And speaking of Anil Dillon, he won't be at our event, but he will be over there, I'd say. Brown nosing and handshaking, of course. Oh, he will. But he's actually... In a very nice move by Anil. We'd like to thank Anil for this. He's given us the exclusive first play of his official erection campaign video. And I can sense the tension, the anticipation in the room now is absolutely palpable. Wow. Everybody is just dying to hear the erection campaign video, which we are going to launch on Mayo are back. So we'd like to thank Anil for giving us the rights to this and we'd like to wish him all the very best and we can play it now and after that we'll be back for part three for the Q&A and the big phone interview with the man himself. Over to you, Anil. Hello, Senator Anil Dillon here, your favourite retired Mayo footballer and number one candidate for the upcoming general elections. Having led the people of Mayo on the football field for years, Using the power of my now legendary status, I feel that now is the time to lead us on the politics field. I wish to breathe life back into the ordinary Mayo inbred, bringing jobs, improved infrastructure and a new playground to Bannell Tubber. 
alongside the great Michael Ring, fabulous facilities for Westport, and my good friend John Delaney, I plan to pump as much funds into Mio GA as humanly possible. Sponsor driverless cars for every player, a new direct Mayo to Dublin motorway, funding allocated to Powerwash Elvery's McHale Park, and two brand new state-of-the-art knees for Killian. Get Dennell to the door! Vote Anil Dennell number one, and I promise to bring Sam home. Warning, Sam Maguire may not actually come home. Now, welcome <laughs> to part three. We hope you liked the erection campaign launch uh, that we just played for you there. And we hope to hear plenty more out of Anil over the next couple of weeks and months. What we have left to do here today, guys, is one, get back to the common inbreds on the ground who hit us up with some of their questions earlier on today. So we're going to try and answer as many of those as we can. And secondly, we're going to have a phone call with the big guy. James is going to be on the line. He's going to be giving us his thoughts ahead of the big game. Okay, first up in the questions, we've got our listeners been getting on to us. Daniel Kelly, 2K14, hits it up with, who will mind Danny Ford in New York City? Um, that's a, that's a very good question. I I would be I'd be concerned for Danny Fjord over there in the the big city on his own. Um, hopefully the Dinger will look after him. I think they're good buddies. I think they've been used to sharing sharing rooms and sharing beds and other things before. So hopefully he'll keep a close eye on him over there. And hopefully, uh, uh, Evan Regan makes sure that he sticks to his diet. How long will it take Crow and Drake to fly across the Atlantic? Good question. Not very long. It'll actually take them only a half an hour uh, more than the plane. And they will uh, stop off for 17 cups of coffee on the way as well. Depends on the prevailing wind. And to cross-dress. They're going to stop in Iceland. They're going to dress up as Vikings. What style of cap will James Horan be wearing? Well, I believe it's going to be very much dependent on the weather over there. We hopefully... For all of us travelling, the sun will be beaten down and we'll see that nice inbred baseball cap on his head. It's not going to be a day for a woolly cap anyway. I don't think so, no. It's going to be a day for the... A cap akin to the one that we saw Stephen Rochford wear before when it was only a very hot day. He's been in America so long now, he might might have the old cowboy cap on him. Lord knows the county board are wearing them. He might have a coke hat on him. He is a coke head, all right. Which of ye is the big spoon and which of you is the little spoon? That's us, I presume they're talking about. Let's just say... I would very much see myself as the little spoon. Okay, Fat Larry, whatever you say. Time for scissors. Next question. Is Jimmy Bus all hype? Yes. Jimmy Bus. I've I've been on the receiving end of Jimmy Bus myself and I think this guy is going to be... He's a few. He's an Andy Moran in the making. He's gonna have his. He's gonna have his own gym down there in Arda in years to come. I've no doubt as well. He could become good enough that he can shaft his own manager himself in years to come, and that is the most high praise that I can give to any young Mayo player. And if that's not hype, I don't know what is. Next question. Page wants to know: Is Drake still on the team because he's the only man who is related to Andy Moran? Yes. And also, he can fly over, so that saves the county board um, room on the plane. Question from the banter. Is the new Mayo GA Foundation the Illuminati? And before any of us says anything, no comment. Mayo backs airport essentials, guys. What are you going to be packing in your travel toiletry bags? 
Oh, very good question. I am going to, on Thursday, I'm going to fill up a little lunch box and I'm going to fill it up with uh, some cow shit. So then I'll have a supply for the weekend to make sure I'm still smelling, smelling of mayo smelling by authentic. the end of the weekend. I don't want to go smelling like some sort of a international businessman or something. I want a nice, authentic, inbred smell. How many mayo jerseys do you bring, Patsy? I'm going to bring five. Um... One for every day I'm there. And um, wear them all on the plane to save space. Um, that, and then take them off as I go along every day. Because that, like, you can only wear one baseball cap on its own. You can wear lots of jerseys, but in order to leave enough room for all your ba- Mayo baseball caps in your bag, wear all the jerseys together. And don't forget, you must bring at least... I'll be packing three pairs of brown loafers. I'll be packing two pair of bootcut jeans. And I'll be bringing one pair of flares. And, and a nice short sleeve shirt. I'll bring the Shockwaves gel so you don't have to let's yes. taste. Okay, and I'll be bringing one Ben Sherman shirt and uh, a chain. I won't be bringing toothpaste. Fuck that. Should they have that over there? Should they do, yeah. Our ref's question is, give us an old shout-out to fuck. What's he coming to us for looking for shout-outs? Yeah, more of a statement really than a question. Good question for you. How much is the price of a pint in Gaelic Park? Um, Plus tip now, or... Don't forget to tip the Americans now, lads. Give the Americans the tip as often as you can, guys. They love it. Just the tip. No more. Just the tip. I tell you, one man who won't be tipping over there is Tommy Goonan. He'll be looking to save as much money as he can. One of our biggest supporters, one of our day ones, is wondering if Mayo will be using the back door this year. Mayo always uses the back door. Yeah, you know, like... There's a few there's a few players in that team now who are fond of the back like door. Cox said himself like he prefers getting to finals by going through the back door. Yeah. Because they just they just don't see it coming. Do you not find it much tougher, less straightforward? Well, it depends what it depends it depends what way you go. You go through the back door. Yeah. Do you know? It might it might be more open in some cases. When like it can it can teams. be a tight squeeze through the back door. You can you be never a very know who you rough might path. We played some dirty dirty qualifiers in the back door last but year. In, Limerick to Brary. In fairness, in our in the last few years though, for us, it's been a lot safer to go in through the back door. But sure, Galway simply won't let us have our way. They've forced us to go in the back door every time over the last three years. Yeah, but we, in true Mayo fashion, have performed very well in the back door. What are your predictions for the other Connacht Championship matches? We don't care. We won't see them. We don't care about football. What are you plan for the Connacht's? Um, hold on, let me read of that. Um, what? The plan is to learn how to spell. The plan. The plan is to. The plan is to go all the way, and hopefully there'll be a bit of controversy along the way. Jay Strongbow ninety three asks, "What type of car is James?" And on top of that, has he got a big engine? And the last question we have sent in comes from um, at underscore John Gibbons, and he asks, "How much of the foundation dinner's profits will Tommy Goonan be pocketing for himself?" That comes in from a big fan. That's a great question. Will any of this money go back to what it's? intended to what is it intended to do it's a good question raise mayo to the very top the rumour that I've heard is that Tommy will be allowed to keep as much money as he can fit in the back of the kit van and whatever else won't fit in the kit van will be given to Sean Moffat yeah or possibly some sort of a training fund 
or something like that. We don't know. We don't know. Awful lot of new cares. Guys, we'd like to thank you for your questions. That's the Q&A for today, over and out. And I suppose we have a few questions of our own that we need to ask. And we're going to ask them to the very main man himself. Hello, James. Hi, guys. How are you? James, you answered very quickly there. How the hell are you getting on? It's TJ from Mayo are back. Yeah, I'm just on a, a process uh, trip here in uh, New York City. The big, the big coke is called. Um, I'm over here with my good friend and a counterpart, uh, process, Mike Canelli. Uh, I'm just sampling what New York City has to offer uh, for the best decision-making ethics leadership for my players when we arrive ahead of time on schedule. James, have you sorted out where you're going with the guys for the pre-match meal? I, I know you've been over there for about a month at this stage. You must have everything meticulously planned. Where are you going for the pre-match meal? Yeah, absolutely. I was actually chatting to uh, Donald Drake on a uh, fortnight last night. Mm -hmm. uh, we were going through a SWOT analysis of uh, where we're going to do. Just um, a nice, dingy Irish bar. It was a very, very, very... Um, what's the opposite of disappointing? It was a very good league from a fan's perspective. But you've, you've, had, you've had to cull a number of players in the last couple of days. That must have been difficult for you, James. Yeah, listen, you know, process engineering and uh, SWOT analysis, uh, I just looked at this random theory book on management and uh, it just said, you just got to get rid of, you know, excess waste. And, you know, that's what I do in Coke. You know, I need bad stuff goes in the bin, you know, or sell it on to someone else. So long. It's fair to say you only, you only require the best. You seem to be getting a lot on a lot better with the county board this time than you did in your uh, in your first coming. Yeah, listen, uh, guys, uh, processing and money talk, you know. I suppose looking past New York, I know, I know you won't be looking past New York. You always say the same shite about taking it one game at a time. But is it is it is it an okay time for us as inbreds to start getting our hopes really up here? Hey, listen. I know I, I sometimes I'm quite boring and stuff, but I've completely, absolutely forgotten about this game. I've seen what New York has to offer. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to come back. I think the guys need to come out here and party really, really hard. As hard as me and Mike Kennelly from partying. I mean, Tom Kniff is right to stay out here. I think the whole team might stay out. I think James is probably, he's probably said enough. He's going into, he's going into overdrive. We might need to shut him down. All right, James, it's been great. Organizational design. Okay, J okay. We might have to leave him. Estimating deficits. All right, James, it's been absolutely great to have you. Uh, demand analysis. Developing action plans. That's an important one. Write that down. I think we, we can probably, we've probably got enough for today, James. Uh, honestly, no. though, thanks a million. Leadership defined. Leadership intertwined. Right, lads. He kind of sounds like he's in his own, his own zone there. Mangers relies on control. Leaders inspires trust. Manger, classical soldier. Can we cut the line, please? Leader challenges the status quo. Cut the Are line. Are you a manger or leader? That's why I allowed the players to lead, and mangers don't mange. Uh, we seem to have thankfully lost James Horan there. He's finally finished whatever. 
the hell he was ranting on about there, I'll never know. But it was great to have him. So that was a very special moment for the Mayo. We're back to Aspera there. And we'd like to thank James and all his coke for bringing us that excellent, excellent, insightful interview. And with all said and done for this week, it's been a jam-packed whirlwind podcast. We've had it all, really. And we've nothing else to do now at this stage other than to say slan do um we hope to see many of you across the atlantic in a few short days we hope you enjoyed the podcast remember you can always get us on our instagram at mayor back twitter at mayor back we have a wordpress blog and of course on spotify or soundcloud where you're probably already listening to this so thank you for your continued listenership paypal we're well. always available on PayPal if anyone would ever like to sponsor us or give us anything for free, like Andy Moore and got that gym for free. Gym free things is always good. But other than that, we're going to let Frank Sinatra sing you out today, guys, because the only way fit, for those of you who may be listening on the plane, not long to go now, guys. It's going to be a very, very special occasion. We look forward to seeing all the inbreds there. Be careful. So it's an up mayo from me, TJ. It's a God bless for me. Mind yourselves now. And always remember to be very careful. Mind them pockets. Mayo, do, do, do. Over to you, Frank. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it, New York, New York. I want to wake up in a city that doesn't sleep and find I'm king of the hill, top of the heap. These little town blues. Are melting away. I'll make a brand new start of it in old New York. If I can make it there, I'll make it anywhere. It's up to you, New York. Never sleeps and finds.